Welcome to the Stephanie Gately Show. I'm Jack McLuhan, joined as always by the wonderful Stephanie Gately, head coach of the Florida women's basketball team, here to talk about our last, the last week of games for you guys. It's been a tough stretch. Lost another two on, on Saturday at St. Louis, 82-58, and then lost yesterday against George Washington, 63-46, <laughs> also on the road. That extends the losing streak to four. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for bringing me. Thank I, you. It's, not, it's my job. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I can only talk about the games that happened. That's true. So talking about that, what is the mentality of just trying to stop a long losing streak like this? You know, it's just trying to put it in perspective. I've done it a long time. I've been in more streaks, and, you know, you have to take the whole picture in, in, into account. I mean, just I feel like we got a lot of false sense of confidence early just because we were playing some games. Obviously, we won on the road, but um, the – you know, recently it's been the top teams we're playing, and and they've been in. You know, and I'm not one to be excuses because I think you know that's not the way we work here. But um, they've been tough environments. I mean, six thousand people at St. Louis and the kids' day at, at, at GW, and um, and right now I just feel like our defense is really lacking, and that's what's been really disappointing to me is that we usually hang our hat on defense, and for the first time ever in my career, I told the kids, I don't want you to put your Fordham gear on. You haven't earned it. You know, and, and it's not a Mike Krzyzewski thing, even though it's similar to it. And I've never done that in my career. But it really bothered me because, you know, the way we played against GW is not who we are. And it was almost like a bunch of individuals and not a collective team. And, and I feel we've worked way too hard to change the, um, you know, to, to change the whole environment of Fordham women's basketball and, and to change the perception of Fordham women's basketball to allow us to take allow us to take a step back. So it starts with me. I, I take responsibility, you know, because I feel it starts with me. I'm never going to go in a locker room and say, hey, Jack, you did this or, you or you know, gee, you did this or Danielle, you did this. It, it starts with me. I have to look at myself first and say, what do I need to change? And we'll definitely make some changes from the last couple of games to see if it can help us correct and uh, get back on the winning track. So before we go into more specifics, was this a stretch that you knew was going to be this difficult coming into it? Like looking at these teams, the last four games have been, they're consistently some of the top four teams in the conference. Is that something you kind of were, I guess, looking at that this was going to be a tough stretch? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't really look further than the one game ahead, but you know, and I saw St. Joe's coming because we were not practicing well. And then the VCU game, I felt like we gave it to them. I just felt like we made some mistakes that were uncharacteristic and, and then you go and play a St. Louis where you're you're playing for, you know, a big game for a top seed. And, you know, they, they were on their game. You know, they had their A game and we had our D game. And then we go to GW. And GW has come off two losses and they're returning champs. And they get Kara Washington back. So we're playing them at their best. And so, you you know, you, to be the best, you got to beat the best at their best. And unfortunately, you know, we didn't do that. I don't even think we played great in the first half, even when we were up 24 to 20. I just don't feel like we were playing great basketball. And then... They decide to go inside. We, we, we struggle with that. We try to go zone. The kids didn't remember that we said zones. You know, like it was a comedy of errors, and, and it's something that we have to correct and get better at. So to look specifically into these games, we'll start with the game at St. Louis, that loss I mentioned before, 82-58. They had four players in double figures. Stepanovich had 22, France 16, and then Jackie Kempf and Villette both had 15. Was How tough is it to game plan for four different scores who can really go off and to not be able to contain any of them? Not easy. I mean, our game plan was basically to slow them down. And mm-hmm. I think part of our problem right now is we're pushing with getting nothing in return. So I think we're going to have to look at our style a little bit and maybe, you know, cut back on that because our, you know, our turnovers are indicating that we're not making great decisions in transition. So, um, and that's also giving them extra possessions. So we have to look at that from a perspective of what's going to be the best interest of our team. Um, in that game in particular, I thought we did, you know, didn't do a very good job at all defending the post. I mean, I think, 
um, Sipanovich and, and G just traded baskets. So it was like a wash. And then in, in, as far as the rest of them, I mean, Lauren Holden has been struggling from the field, and that obviously affects us. And Kate got back on track but then struggled again against GW. So we really haven't had a complete team effort since GW. I mean, since, I'm sorry, Richmond. And so for us, you know, to win games, we really can't afford people to take nights off. Yeah, and you only shot 10% from three in that game. Was Obviously, that's something that hurts a lot, two of 20 from three. Is there something specific that's going on and maybe the form or just not open shots? Is there something specific or is it just one of those nights? It's probably a combination of a few things. I mean, you got to, you know, credit, you know, St. Louis because I think they do a good job of kind of dictating what they want to give up. And um, we had open looks. We just didn't knock them down. I mean, it's just, you know, but I just really felt like we we now in the last couple of games, we've let our offense dictate our defense so, so we're not making shots we let up on the defensive end that happened to start the second half in gw when you know we gave up you know we gave up post play we fouled at the very end then we come down and we turn it over and then we go down and we give up a layup and and so we we basically when we don't get in a flow offensively unfortunately it affects us defensively and it's got to be the complete opposite yeah you just kind of touched on it too it seems like in the games that you've lost this season it's been in the second half that things have slipped away is that just a mentality thing uh, uh, maybe not physically prepared us the the stamina problem is there something specific you're looking at it's toughness it's mm-hmm. mental toughness as simple as that it's mental toughness and it's just being able to i mean if you look at certain teams i mean none of our players are in the in the, in the conference and the top kids playing the most minutes none of them mm-hmm. so there's no reason for that i mean because team p- teams have players playing the top minutes and they're producing so it's not the minutes it's the t- mental toughness i mean we need to be able to get past the hurdles of when things don't go away but we also got to stop turning the ball over i mean you go back to that vcu game and we turn the ball over two straight times and that results in a major run and they score eight points in the first three minutes and same thing happened yesterday against gw we just we turned the ball over at you know in to start the half in the first five minutes of the third quarter are the most critical times of a game in my opinion and as usual, you still one of my questions to move on to the GW game. I was going to talk about those turnovers, 19 in that game. It had looked like something you'd mostly figured out. It was really a problem early in the season was those turnovers. What caused them in this game? Was, there, was it a mental toughness thing that you touched on, or was it maybe a desperation kind of thing? I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, I think um, I think our point guards have to be much more poised. Mm-hmm. I mean, their kid was pushing us left, and instead of just setting them up left, come back right, we just get frazzled, and we like feel like we can't run the play to the left. You can. Mm-hmm. You can go to either side. And I just think, you know, being frazzled, stepped in, and then all of a sudden their fans start screaming, little kids start screaming, so now we lose kind of our, our, our focus because usually you can hear yourself think, and now you can't hear yourself think, so then you got to rely on instincts, and our instincts haven't been great. And then... On top of that, GW was playing really good pressure basketball, and they were making us make difficult decisions, but we weren't taking what they gave us. We were forcing things. So it was kind of a comedy and the comedy mm-hmm. of errors, so to speak. And six of those turnovers were from Jamaris Davis, who's been having an incredible season, and she actually had her fourth straight double-double in that game. Were those turnovers her trying to do too much, maybe feeling the pressure of being relied on? I mean, I guess part of it, but, I mean, she's being doubled and she's making bad passes. I mean, if you go back to... You know, GW center, she had six assists in one turnover. It's making good decisions when you're tired. I mean, like, yeah, do we rely on G? Hey, man, we relied on on Sam a lot more than we relied on G last year. Mm-hmm. If we don't have Sam Clark, we have five wins last year. So, you know, G, I think, sometimes thinks so, there's so much asked of her, but not even anywhere close to what was asked of Sam. Sam let us in every category, including assists. So, I mean, we can't have, like, a poor pity, pity party for each other of, like, my God, I'm asked to do too much. Or you know, if you want to be a go-to player, if you want to be a top player in the conference, you got to respond to challenges. You can't back away from it or have excuses. 
And you mentioned it a little earlier that you're maybe trying to mix the lineups up a little bit. In that game, only 17 minutes for Kate and Daniel Padovano, whose minutes have gone up and down. She played 20. Is that something you're going to look to keep doing to try to explore different lineups, mix and match, see what can happen? It depends who plays well. You'll just, you know, if you if you go in and, and you play well, you'll earn more minutes. And Kate had zero rebounds in 17 minutes. Not not acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not going to go out and do the little things well, you're not going to stay on the court. I'd rather go small than do that. Yeah, speaking of going small, is Anna Kelly going to be one of those players that gets more minutes? Looks like she's picked up her game over the last few days. Depends if she produces. She mm-hmm. she stepped up against St. Louis and then took a big major step back against GW. Just mm-hmm. poor decision making. Had no rebounds again in 21 minutes of basketball. So again, I mean, at least you pick up one or two defensive rebounds if you're if you're doing your job. And we we gave up five offensive rebounds in the first five minutes against them yesterday, and still we're in a position to be to have a lead in spite of in spite of ourselves. We got to get to the point where the reason we're not being successful is because the other team does something, not because we do it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. And it looks like also in that same regard that Hannah's been struggling as well. Again, she's had a couple of stretches this year, four of fifteen from three over these last four games. Is that the same thing? Is this just a because you usually are good at getting her open looks? Is it just a just a mentality thing or something? Is it or is it something you're trying to fix in her technique? I mean, it's it's not necessarily in her technique of shooting. It's really getting her cleaner looks. Mm-hmm. You know, she only had really one clean look against GW. That was at the end of the half, and she struggled with that. Um, but that was the only look she got. That was clean, you know, to credit to GW. But part of that is because our offense was stagnant. We weren't running offense. We were letting GW dictate everything. And rather running our offense and being fluid and taking what the defense gave us, we decided to go one-on-one and tried to do everything individually. And that's not going to work. you got to rely on your teammates. you got to set good screens. you got to read screens. And um, you got to be, you know, shot ready. Mm-hmm. And to kind of maybe take a positive spin, also, is there anything positive you've been able to take out of this streak? Maybe, like, a, is it a, a wake-up call almost? Well, I mean, I told the kids in in the locker room at the end of the game, I mean, this this is a turning point game. This is where we decide to either put aside our selfishness of just, you know, worrying about ourselves defensively. Because what I'm seeing a lot defensively is, oh, I don't want to get in the lane and help because I don't want my kid to score. And, and, and that's completely opposite of who we are. And that's that's not, you know, that's not how we're going to be successful. So for us right now, we got to, you know, basically get back to the basics, mm-hmm. back to, to playing team defense you know, being as a unit, being upset if if somebody scores against us as a team because we weren't that you know we weren't there for each other, and that's not acceptable. If somebody go, if somebody's playing pressure defense and they get beat, that's going to happen. That's part of the game. Are we going to be there to help them, or are we going to worry about our player? And that's that's where we're struggling right now, and that's where we got to get better at. Yeah. So to use that to transition into this game coming up this Saturday, St. Bonaventure at home at two o'clock, going to be the alumni day game. Is having the alumni there going to be something that you think maybe gives them a booster? Is anyone going to come in and talk to the team maybe or? Well, I mean, it, it not necessarily – I mean, there will be some alumni there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, like the, the point we made to kids today, I mean, they're, they're, the alumni, whether you go back to the A's of, you know, some of the older alumni that had great success mm-hmm. before, you know, we entered into the Atlantic 10, or you go back to the, the earlier – you know, the most recent group that you know, helped us win the championship, they worked hard for that pride of that Fordham uniform, you know, and there's no excuse for us not leaving everything on the court. So, you know, I've had different, you know, obviously alums speak to the team. You know, when Erin was here, she spoke to the team. When Abigail was here, when we were at George Mason, Mara spoke to the team. So you want different kids stepping up and making, you know, make, giving them some of the reflections on, on what they learned and playing in Fordham basketball. But Fordham basketball is passion with purpose. It's mm-hmm. playing hard and playing smart. And until we do both of those, we're going to continue to struggle. So hopefully we get back on track against St. Bonaventure. Mm-hmm. And so looking specifically into that game, they've got two really good players in Mariah Ruff and Gabby Richmond, who's downloaded the graduate 6-1 forward. Do you kind of have a game plan on how you're going to deal with those two? I mean, we did a pretty good job um, 
on Mariah Ruff the last time we played him and, and and, and Gabby had a lot of success against us. And, you know, Mariah's not going to go scoreless again. You know, she's too good of a player to do that. We just have to limit her looks and limit her touches and and really just, you know, m- make them make difficult shots. Make them, you know, make make them step out, step out of their comfort zone to make the shots. Make Gabby make hers, you know, from a step out rather than in, in the post. So it's really making, you know, from a defensive end, it's making them earn their points. And then on the offensive side, is the focus going to be on ball movement? I know you mentioned that. And having watched a little bit of that George Washington game, that seemed to be what the issue was. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's making sure that we reverse the ball two or three times, you know, just – just to get the defense moving rather than getting stagnant and trying to go one-on-one. I mean, just having been a defensive coach all my life, the easiest teams to play are the teams that just go one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Just, that's easy. You know, you, you, there's not a whole lot of ball movement, and every, you just kind of sit in the lane and wait for them to take that shot. So for us, we, we need to make better decisions in half court. Um, we'll run the ball and misses on as far as steals are concerned, but we're going to learn to you know work the offense and make better decisions. And so when you work on that in practice, is it a lot of just passing and going through plays again, or is there a specific drill that you guys run? It, it's it's going through the offense and getting mm-hmm. three reversals. Like you can't you can't look to shoot until you get three reversals. It's learning to re- reverse the ball and move the ball. And and if we can get our defense working, like make I'm my goal is always to make. The practice is harder than the games, so the games seem easy. So if we are getting in the kid on on the kids about denying and being aggressive defensively, that makes it harder to get an offense. So then we go against somebody, it'll be a little easier to go, get an offense. So you know the goal is to make defense. I mean, make the defensive side of things really, really difficult in practice, so that the offensive side becomes a little bit easier. Okay, and so to kind of wrap things up, one last question: six games left in the season, including this game on Saturday. What's kind of the rallying point that you guys are kind of trying to build around at this to try to get out of this low point with the last portion of the season left? Seniors, you know, seniors, this is your time. This is your time to step up. This is your team. You don't get this year back. You always on Mike Tebow, who coaches the Washington Mystics, he met with the team and he said, you know, you have to ask yourself after every practice and every game, if this was the last time I ever play, would I be proud of myself? Would I would be able to be happy with myself? And if you can't answer yes, then there's something wrong. And I know our kids can't answer yes. They've even admitted they can't answer yes. And my question is why? You know, you should be able to leave everything out there. I should never have to coach your effort. I should never have to coach your attitude. You know, and all the other things will help you, you know, get through all those other things. So at this point, I think the most important thing for us is – to leave everything out there that we're capable of doing, you know, and at the end result, it is a game, you know, but we need to take pride in what we're doing. Senior class, you need to step up. This is your time. There's no time for making any more excuses. This is your time to step up and take accountability. All right, Coach, thank you very much. That'll do it for this week. You guys are back in action in the Rose Hill Gym against St. Bonaventure on Saturday at 2 o'clock. Thank Good you, Good luck Jack. in that game. I appreciate it. And that does it for this episode of the Stephanie Gately Show. Thanks to Coach Gately for her time. The executive producer of WFUB Sports is Bob Ahrens. Today's show has been produced by Jonah Haskell. The Rams have their next game Saturday against St. Bonaventure in the Rose Hill Gym. Tip-off is at 2 p.m. and we'll be on with the pregame report at 1.55 only on WFUVsports.org. Until that time, I'm Jack McClune. Have a great night, everyone. The Stephanie Gately Show is a production of WFUV Sports.